Hey, I'm Parker Lennon. And this is Chuck Stack. And you're listening to Fact Fitness. Use fitness as a goal for something we wanted to do, and it allowed us to do things like rock climbing and surfing and, and do it in a fun way. Things you should question yourself about before you compete. Everybody's different. And yeah. so if you think you're going to be just like that study, or you think you're going to fall directly into that category, you're probably wrong. I follow doctors and certain trainers that are PhDs and stuff so that I can get what they're doing their research on. High game is the relentless pursuit of meeting new people. Yeah. <laughs> this or, is like killing a million little organisms at a time. I was in a really bad place, but what got me through was fitness, number one, and secondary was meditation and really good friends, of course. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Intermittent fasting, that's our first subject for the day. Um, if you're on Facebook Live, we're gonna talk about some other things, but not in this podcast. So in this podcast today, we're talking about intermittent fasting, the basics, how you can do it, how it will benefit you, um, what you should consider in your protocol, and you know, Chuck and I's experience with it. I have a little bit more, he's starting to do it now, and it's a great tool if you're looking to um, become more aesthetic, or if you're just looking for a better way to kind of lose weight. Yeah, I want to share a little bit of the psychology behind it. Go for it, man. That's something that um, it, has, guy. it has proven in multiple individuals, but I noticed specifically kind of anecdotal in myself um, is that it, it helped me get a better control over food, you know, and mm -hmm. hunger and stuff like that and not being cranky when I am hungry and stuff of that nature because you get pretty hungry at, at one point, oh, yeah. especially the first time. and. I'm, it's weird though because the first time that you do it, you do get very hungry, and, and then it the, goes away. Yeah, and then the second time you do it, it's just kind of like you you know where it's at, and it's it's almost like relaxing when you get to that hunger. Yeah, well, and it it's like tomorrow is my third time implementing it this month or in the mm -hmm. last month, and I've done it in the past, but this time it seems so much easier because I'm kind of like preparing myself into it. You know, like when you, are you gonna start it tomorrow? I start first thing in the morning. Like I don't eat anything. And I might do it with you tomorrow so we can maybe do a follow-up on how we feel maybe Thursday. Sure. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Because we'll, I haven't done it in a while. It's been like two or three months. So Yeah, so you'll have to share, You'll have to follow us on our next probably two more podcasts. Actually, it'll be the four more podcasts. Yeah, we're doing three so, tonight. Yeah, we're going to be doing three tonight. So um, you'll have to catch us on Thursday to hear our results from um, tomorrow's fast. But uh, tomorrow's fast for me is going to be a 16-hour fast. Um, I've increased it by one hour each week. Okay. Um, the benefits from the research that I've done have been most beneficial around 14 hours. Mm -hmm. So 14 hours is about where you start to notice that that extreme hunger. Yeah, and that it's it's funny. Like I actually I notice it usually around like nine, eight, nine hours is when I usually start getting really hungry. Um, actually, I take the back about 10. 10, 10 to 12 is yeah wide. when I'm when I'm awake and I've been awake for about three hours or so it is usually mm -hmm. when it starts hitting me and I'm like oh well I haven't that's had because neither one of us today. actually <laughs> sleep at all so we sleep for like six hours yeah so so yeah it's just um at that point we've been up for six hours so to speak and mm -hmm. and it's um it's interesting how you do cope with hunger and you do get through your day and you you know you don't really have that hangry sensation anymore um and it's it's actually, any competitor knows the hangry and it's um it's funny how you would think you'd be ravenous, you know, when you go to eat, but I, I find that my hunger, like I'm satiated much quicker as well. Like I get fuller faster and it's hard for me to eat <laughs> basically, uh, after, you know, just fasting for 15, 
16 hours so here's a question for you do you drink coffee on your fast or you yes. do a complete okay coffee no um, cream no nothing like yeah that. exactly Just, um i do i do the same thing i'm addicted to coffee and coffee is the only thing that will actually keep me it, it's the only thing that keeps uh me feeling normal yeah i would say and um even though it's black and i don't typically drink just black coffee but um some people are really really against that whole concept you want nothing in your body coffee calories are around like i think it's like five calories that you get from coffee per like 12 ounces or something like that it's not a lot so it's not enough to really break the fast if that's what you're wondering yeah i don't i i completely agree with that and really if you think of it like juicing and there's a lot of juice fasts out there yeah. in that regard also and that's how you're fasting with that is that you're drinking a juice that's 120 calories you know mm -hmm. 200 calories and you're going the whole day on you know, maybe 500 calories, a couple juices in the day. So yeah, because juice, even vegetables are going to have a little bit of sugar content. There's going right. to be carbohydrate content in just the juice. But alone. because we all eat a, a healthy amount of calories, it's it's rarely the case that we're not staying in a fasted kind of state. Yeah, and so okay, so here's what you need to look at when you're thinking about intermittent fasting. There are some main variables. You're looking at your time range, so you're looking at how many hours you're spending off of your fast, how many hours you're spending on your fast. Um, you're looking at frequency. So frequency would be how many times throughout the week you're going to do this. I've went up to two weeks fasting. Um, that was as long as I did. For my body type, it's pretty extreme. You get a lot of uh, weight loss and, and probably, um, I guess, catabolism um, in my sense. It, it, it's not for everybody for a long period of time. So that's day to day to day. And if, if you're worried about catabolism, you know, BCAs, you know, having, yeah. having a low calorie, no sugar BCA uh, is a good way. That's how I actually used to implement fasting before. Mm -hmm. um, now I just go empty stomach, no nothing. I, I don't want anything in my system. Yeah, I'm not, we're not big on the, the supplements right now. We're pretty, pretty natural. I don't yeah. take a lot of whey protein or anything. So. Sure. I mean, the, the one thing I do take is my, still my BCAs, my mm -hmm. EVL BCAs. Um, but that's just uh, so that I can keep, you know, anabolic, so to speak, and keep my hormone levels. I, I look at it as more of a hormonal spike with the mm -hmm. with the leucine and isoleucine valine. Um, and I would say too, most of you listeners, um, I'm pretty sure that you don't have to worry about <laughs> getting yeah, anabolic. So, but so a couple of my pointers on the intermittent fasting. Uh, 14 hours is a good research, so uh, I'd say 12 is a good starting point. Mm -hmm. um, sleeping hours do count. So, yeah. you know, however long you sleep, include those in you your You were fast. saying that some people don't count sleeping hours. Yeah, no, and that's that was something that I found interesting is that the more I, I followed, like, forums and stuff of that nature, some people were, like, eating breakfast and then they go all day. Can I know? just say and, that that's, that's retarded? That's yeah, stupid. It's, it's I like, hate to say it's that like word. a weird that's way, but it, and I can't imagine going to sleep hungry, you know, or trying to go to sleep or flipping well, that. So that's why I utilize sleeping, you know, I try to think, oh, my last meal was at nine o'clock last night, mm -hmm. you know, nine o'clock in the morning is going to put me at 12 hours fasted so far, you know, so that's kind of how I think of it. And then that's I move just, forward You know, the, those are extremists too, because think about it, you're going to burn the most calories while you're sleeping anyways, rebuilding your muscles. So like, why would you not count that? It's like sure. the most most beneficial time to all of your digestion. Yeah, well, and so in intermittent fasting, your body kind of like flushes dead cells. And yep. that's that's kind of one of the biggest benefits in fasting is that it does, you do get that cell flush, you know, mm -hmm. and it kind of, your body lyses those cells up even more, you know, cuts them up into little pieces basically and tries to excrete it as waste, so. And they're linking uh, intermittent fasting to a decrease in um, likeliness of getting cancer, right? 
Yeah, I mean, like the instance of getting cancer, of getting over illness, of, mm -hmm. you know, diabetes, of a lot of, there's a lot of things that are associated with fasting. And um, the more research that has, it, this is newly research topic for the most part. Mm -hmm. So um, there is now becoming more and more research, but we are finding that even um, basically like Aristotle, you know, he, he even made hints at fasting and some of these old philosophers, you know, they made like hints at fasting and how it can be medical, you know, and how you can actually have um, medicinal effects from fasting because it allows your body to fight off whatever it's fighting. And here's the reason why. So, and usually Chuck is talking the science, but so what it does is it gives all of your internal organs a little break. So you're not focused on digestion. It gives you a period of time where everything gets to focus on what it's good at and not so much on digesting this food that you keep bringing in. Yeah. And then, so uh, depending on your diet, I allow a feeding window, you know, after mm -hmm. you eat. So try to keep it to, I try to keep it to like 30 minutes or so to keep myself from overeating. Um, but then I try to go back to my normal eating habits, like right off the bat. So breaking the fast, uh, I don't do like a lick, like some people do like a protein shake or something like immediately to get fast absorbing stuff. I go into a meal so that you still have Same that here. digestion time on top of, you know, the fasting. So, but you're also having uh, chemical release as well as soon as you put food in your mouth, you know, yeah. so it's yeah, as soon as as soon as you get that carbohydrate in your mouth, it's going to tell you it's it's starting to basically start the digestion. It breaks the fast, yeah. yeah. So and then allow that so you don't binge. And did you? Here's a question. Did you ever see that? Um, I think it was like MythBusters or something where they put it was some sort of science channel, um, but they put uh, sugarcane workers. They gave them either water or sugar water, mm. and they had one one group could drink the water. The other group had to take the water swish with sugar, and swish it, and spit yeah, it. Yeah, I did. And they and performed was, better. Right. No, and and that's a, it's interesting because you have receptors in your mouth. You yep. know that, or as soon as it hits that that carbohydrates, it stimulates energy. I'd say your, we both body. know that, but a lot of people that didn't take AMP one and two don't know that. Well, and that's what Gatorade was initially designed for. Not swishing be, and not spitting. Be, yeah, not to be chugged and swallowed. You <laughs> now know, you. By, by the a bazillion yeah, calories. by the 200 to 400 <laughs> calories per yeah. serving so yeah um so yeah it's just uh intermittent fasting is a really good a good way to um to learn discipline and control uh as well as it has numerous health effects so um there are some of our basics and some of our, our key points um yeah so let's go into experiences and let's also go into like kind of because people were probably like okay now I, I got there's an eating window and there's not there's a the time where I shouldn't be eating so the typical ones that you're gonna see are 12 and 12 12 and 12 is actually a pretty normal thing to see with people who work long hours you're talking about your nurses maybe doctors um, some factory workers I've I've talked to a lot of people that do that and typically what the problem with that is is their eating habits during the 12 hours that they can eat are terrible right um, so if you think about this too, intermittent fasting is great, but if you have a terrible diet on top of it, it, it they don't counteract each other. Yeah, the one thing I did want to point out that Parker mentioned before, he does it a little more frequently than I do. Yeah. Um, I've done, I find that my best way to start implementing the fasting is a, one, a once a week protocol. Like I said, I'm kind of like adding an hour each week so that I can, um, I want to see, I want to do up to like a 40 hour fast and stuff like that. I want to, I want to, you know, see how I can, I, my body does. You ready because, to get some uh, lucid dreaming, dude? Yeah, no. And, it and gets that's, gnarly. But it's, uh, I, I want to see what it's all about because there's research that is about that stuff and, and 
Well, we talked what about guinea pig than myself. Dr. Dom Diagostino. He did like a, I, I don't know the exact time, so please don't quote me on this. I think it was like a six or seven day fast. Came oh, yeah. out of it and did like a 600 pound deadlift. Yeah, he, it's that's crazy. So yeah. why did he do that? Why, I mean, for the listeners, the reason why he did that, he's researching ketogenesis. And what happens in this fasting period is at some point your body switch o- switches over to ketogenesis. Yeah, and we have large stores of body fat right. to be able to tap into and use as energy for emergency situations. So, for a long, I mean, it's it's more than most people would think, too. It'll last a while. I want to say it's somewhere in the thirty to 40,000 calorie range. Yep. Um, you know, and I heard that recently. That's what they say about endurance athletes and stuff, too. Yep. So that's why actually a lot of fat adapted athletes are doing better um, yep. in the endurance sports. And that's why I've switched over to keto for my mountain biking season. Yep. And it's it's really the research is there for endurance athletes, which for the longest time it's been, you know, carbs, 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 carbs. carbs yep. Which I'm a, I still am a big, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm probably up in the six, 700, you know grams of carbs a day right now like that and and i was there you know <laughs> yeah. i i enjoy that and i'm just trying to see what i want my body to become sensitive again yeah. you know to to kind of carbs and everything and well i'm thinking about carb cycling again too that's that's what i <laughs> that'll probably be my end result but we'll have a another podcast yeah. on on our feedback with that stuff and we've actually base. talked about that i don't know why we didn't do that one um anyways so um so here's a typical thing so it's 12 hours 14 hours, 16 hours, you can do in between, so you can do the 13 or 15 or whatever, um, and up to like 20 hours is a normal intermittent fasting uh, protocol. I typically, the 20 hours is too long for me if I'm doing back-to-back days. I've done it a few times. Sometimes I kick off my fasting with a 20-hour um, fast, but my favorite is 15 or 16. Um, that's kind of my sweet spot. 18 is just pushing it a little bit too much and my workouts suffer. So, um, like he said, frequency is different too. So that means how many times you do it throughout the week. You can do every other day. You can do five days and then take the weekend off because as we know, socially, intermittent fasting is a bitch. Um, It's really hard to figure out a time that works when you want to go out and actually hang out with your friends or your family or whatever. Um, But I typically only go as much as like two weeks back-to-back days. Um, and that is usually if I'm cutting for something aesthetic, like a photo shoot, or, you know, if I were to do a show, that would be what I would do, um, that many days in a row. I don't prefer it. I think a couple times a week or even once a week is a great way to start. And, um, if you really do get in, into intermittent fasting, start with a lower number for sure. Yeah. And I, I agree. Um, my friend, Benny, he's uh, over in West Palm Beach. He asked, uh, do you take BCAs? Um, and we kind of addressed that a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was my old method, was to take BCAs throughout the fasting. Um, I have not lost any muscle mass, you know, switching to keto yeah, or with with implementing the fasting. So For our, um, I, mean, I feel like we probably have a lot of guy listeners because of how we talk and, and whatnot. But for you guys that are worried about losing muscle mass, I'm telling you, like, it only happens if you're. It's a lot harder long, than, than we realize. Yeah. You know, like uh, the, it's it's interesting how, um, you know, your body just becomes very adaptive and very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's, I find that it takes a few days of bed rest, or you know, yeah, a, an injury to, to start getting atrophy. You know, whereas, um, I can push my body, especially with my body type to kind of long and that's my that's my hypothesis with this fasting is that i will be able to do well with the 40-hour fast and i think i I will do fine with some of the longer 
um, multi-day fasts and everything because I tend to store body fat a lot more um, and it's just my body's already fat adapted so uh, we'll see. Um, it's it's interesting. That's why we test it out on ourselves, and that way, that way we can give you um, our best advice, also. Yeah, I, I I don't think that you're gonna experience that as somebody just trying it out. And I I think that people's um, people being worried about losing muscle mass is like this mass hysteria that's been perpetuated by the supplement industry. You yeah. know, like that's why everybody like runs to get their fucking uh yeah. protein like, shake <laughs> no you're not bro no. like calm down yeah and actually that's a <laughs> that's something i like to do when i break my fast i try to break it with a workout mm-hmm. you know and then i get food in so i'm still pushing myself for the pretty hard that last little hour and stuff um just to make sure that i'm for sure staying fast or like getting through that fast so Okay, so here's a frequently asked question that comes along with intermittent fasting, and we didn't put it down, but you know what? Let's ask it. How do you feel about fasted cardio? It's like hand in hand. They always ask, so what about fasted cardio? Well, it's very interesting because with this, I believe that fasted cardio is not so bad. Um, I mean, when I did my show, I used fasted cardio. I did I did take BCAs right before I did my fasted cardio. However, um, the, the, the research is that fasted cardio is not beneficial. Um, anecdot- there's no, there's anecdotally, no, yeah. though, I, I feel like there's too many people that do use it and it does work for them to, to say that entirely. You know, it comes back to the age-old scientific, it depends. <laughs> you know? yeah. So it, it kind of depends on everybody and how you respond to it. You know, some people, I, I find that I would rather not sacrifice intensity by eating something or by having just protein or having just fat or you know just priming myself so to speak for my workout so that and and that's actually mental that's what i've found with this intermittent fasting is that i've had some of my better workouts in a fasted state so and you know i've done this with two days too so when you're doing these um a frequent intermittent fasting so like you know progressively throughout the week um what will happen is, you know, the first couple of days when you hit your second workout, which is well into the fast, I mean, you're going into the nighttime, usually mine are around like 9, 9.30 or somewhere when I start my workout. Um, it is hard. It's definitely hard the first couple of days, but by like fourth, fifth, sixth day, your body's adapted to that and it feels like every other workout. Um, I don't lose strength for long periods of time when I'm doing intermittent fasting. It's just initially. Initially, my body's like, what the hell? Um, but performance wise, um, your body kind of rebounds. It, it always adapts to it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fascinating how much our, our bodies do adapt. And, and that's kind of the thing that it's not I, even fascinating. It's amazing. Yeah. Our bodies are amazing. No. And that's, uh, that's why I try to follow systematic progression mm-hmm. with, with my programs because the body's extremely adaptive. It adapts very slowly, um, or actually very quickly, I should say. And, um, if you do, systematically progress stuff, you can guarantee success. So um, I think that's a good spot to kind of leave off on the intermittent fasting. Yeah, we wanted it to be quick. And if you have questions on this, we'd love to cover it again. Give us a ton of questions. You know, we could we could really dive into this subject a lot more. I've done it quite a bit. I have a lot of my uh, colleagues that do it too. Chuck's getting into it now. Um, As far as a health benefit, this this is an amazing uh, thing that has been untouched for a long time. Yeah, so I'm looking on, 
forward to giving you guys kind of my results on how I do. Um, he's going to have abs. He's going to be shredded. <laughs> so it's uh, it's just one of those things that we're trying to, to put the science out there and, and try it ourselves and let you know what we think. Yep. All right. On that note, adios. Adios. Thank you for listening to FAQ Fitness Podcast. If you liked our show, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. For more workout programs, video resources, and to ask your fitness questions, check out our website at FAQFitnessPodcast.com. Man, I've been seeing a lot of people on Facebook Live that are just like walking around the mall. Yeah, or like (laughs) they're like, like, "This is what it's like when I brush my hair." What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, hey, a podcast isn't that great, but at least we're trying to give you informative information. Informative information? I don't even know. (laughs) Maybe I should shut the fuck up. I don't know either, Parker. (laughs) Yeah, um, at least we're trying to give you some good information about fitness. So if you don't like it, then fuck you. But if you do like it, you're welcome. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my attitude.